0: Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. So, Tumbles is off doing Tumbles things. I believe she had mentioned on a previous episode that everyone is getting married this month. So, you are stuck with me. And that is officially the new intro song to the Rocks and Roots podcast. Dio gonna sue. Today was a clusterfuck. My original plan, this is a bonus episode by the way, we skipped a week and I did go out today so I figured I would do an episode on it. It was interesting. The original plan was to go to Sam's Point and I have not been able to pronounce this all week, this is actually the first time I am attempting to say this out loud, um, Curterkill V-E-R-K-E-E-R-D-E-R-K-I-L-L, Falls, and the Ice Caves, and High Point in the Gunks in New York. I pulled up, well, I left my house at 640-ish, which is actually a really late start for me. Um, I have trouble getting the fuck out of bed on these solo hikes. But drove my happy ass two hours up into the gunks into New York. I knew that it was a $10 fee, so I had my $10 ready. Pull up, and lo and behold, there's a parkie putting out a sign that says, Show your reservation. Fuck you. This was not prominent on any of the websites. It was not prominent on all trails. So I talked to the guy, I pulled up and I said, hey, I don't have a reservation. I have cash. Is it possible for me to go on the website and make a reservation now? He said, no. What they're doing is there are sessions where you're allowed to hike. Like we are back in fifth grade and, and you have your gym session and your art session and your hiking session. So the sessions are 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Those are the only two times that they let people in the fucking park all day. So I said, you know what, sir, that really sucks. And his response was, it sucks for you. Let's see what Arnold Schwarzenegger has to say about this. Fuck you, asshole. I couldn't agree more. Um, I refrained myself from saying that to him. I did say that completely sucks. Um, You know, I do pay taxes. I know the state of New York gets federal dollars that come from my tax money. I should have free access to the park. He calmed down a little bit and wasn't such an asshole. And was like, yeah, I get it. I understand. You know, the way I envision parks is you wake up on a Sunday morning and you don't have anything to do. No plans, so you just go. I'm like, funny you should mention that. Because it's fucking Sunday morning. And my plan was this. So, we talked for a little bit. I asked if there was any other uh, trails available. And he pointed me towards Gertrude's Nose Loop. So Gertrude's Nose is in uh, Minnewaska State Park in Ulster County. It was about a half hour away. So my official stats are, real quick, just for this loop. It's a 7.3 mile loop. I did it in 3 hours and 21 minutes, no break, which is is okay. Uh, All of these hikes, at least from my perspective, I have yet to consult with tumbles on this yet, but at least from my perspective from now until August, all of these hikes are training hikes for Grand Canyon and Yosemite. So... It was important just to get out there and get the legs moving. Um, You heard in our previous episode, I was sick. I probably had the dreaded Omicron. Um, So recovering from that again, haven't been doing enough physical activity. So I am starting fresh in training mode. This was a decent start. Quick stats. It is 7.3 miles. The maximum elevation is 1,812 feet. The total elevation gain is approximately 1,147 feet. It is a circle. There is a $10 per vehicle parking fee, but you can use your Empire Pass because that's the way that governments are regulating us and the way they're shifting. Everything is a passport now your vaccine passport, your key to the city, your empire pass, your America the Beautiful pass. You have to pay extra money, get double, triple tax, and get their permission to use the services that you pay for. That's right, folks. We are no longer free. You have overlords. But pulled up. was cracking up because there is a ranger station. So I pulled up, the lady comes out, I go to hand her my $10 in cash, and she says, Oh, you use the machine. The machine is literally one foot away from her. She hands out the maps. What would you say you do here? Because you put your debit card in the machine, and the gate opens. She is useless. But anyway, the park itself... Minowaska State Park Preserve is actually a very nice park. So I guess my $10 is being used wisely if I'm playing devil's advocate. <clears throat> um, decent infrastructure. Paved. Brand new, freshly paved um, to the parking lots and the roads. A nice visitor center. I personally don't need any of that shit. Um, just park me in a dirt spot along the side of the road next to a trailhead and I'll be fine. But <clears throat> the normies and, and the day trippers like that shit, so that's fine. Um, the trail starts out on a carriage road. These are all restored carriage roads from back in the day, the sixteen and 1700s. These were all trading routes. There is a lake there. Uh, What is the lake? Stand by. Oh, Lake Minnewaska. Imagine that. So I imagine this was a Dutch colonial trading route. So you start on this very nice path, this restored carriage route. I was actually a little worried because it is a flat (coughs) gravel path and that's not going to help me train. Um, And then it branches off, and you have a choice. You can take the loop clockwise or counterclockwise. Duh, cranky. That's the only two ways you can take loops. I chose to go clockwise, which ended up being, from my perspective, a wise choice. However, it's not what the trail is cut for. None of the blazes make sense that way. I was constantly getting minorly lost and off trail because the blazes make more sense going counterclockwise and just the way the trail itself is cut it is an easier hike going counterclockwise but going clockwise i liked it better because you end up ending at anthony's nose instead of beginning at anthony's nose And I thought it was a really cool way to end because there's some awesome crags and prominent rock features. We'll get to that in a moment. So you walk along the carriage road down to Lake Minnewosco um, along the beach. And then you cut into, you're following red blazes, by the way. You cut into a footpath. Don't miss this turn like Cranky did. You cut into a footpath and then it becomes an actual trail with rocks and roots. Drink. Um, Nothing spectacular. You climb up and up to the mountain, which is, stand by, um, Millbrook Mountain. So you cut... Through the trail, you start going up to Millbrook Mountain, which is nothing spectacular. It's under 2,000 feet, um, and it was completely fogged in. Again, I was cracking up because behind me, I was walking out of the sun. So I turn around, sunshine, beautiful. I turned to face over the precipice of the mountain to get my view completely fogged in. So struck out on that view. Um, this is where it gets a little tricky if you are going clockwise because the blazing is sporadic at best in that direction. But there's another carriage road that the... <coughs> um, oh my god, I keep forgetting this bitch's name. Gertrude! Gertrude's nose footpath parallels one of these carriage trails. But it goes off into the woods. Um, You have to be aware. Follow the red blazes. A couple of plants that I found. We had black oak, which is pretty cool. Just these little tiny saplings popping out in the springtime. Just struggling to survive on the top of this mountain. Uh, Black oak has... (coughs) seven to nine lobes on the leaves. Red oak has seven to eleven. I might have that reversed. I will put up on the TikTok because I did a better job on a video with that. But it can be used for molding. It can be used for furniture. It's worth about 180 a tree. Um, pretty valuable wood. So that was one of my plants. Uh, the hike starts to get interesting. It looks very much like a lot of the topography in New York at this point. You're walking along ridgelines, the trail becomes uh, the top of the mountain and it is completely rock and then it it goes back to dirt a little bit, just flat along the the ridgeline. It is very, very nice. You pop out at Anthony's nose about the four mile uh, in mark. Anthony's no. I'm sorry, I keep saying Anthony, I've been doing this all day in my head. Anthony's nose is in Harriman, <clears throat> off the AT. It is also a really cool spot. Gertrude's nose is in um, the Shawanagunk's, or the gunks, and is a geological snapshot of destructive natural forces that are slowly ripping apart the Shawanagunk conglomerate and leaving behind some of its most intriguing features. So I guess the plates here um, and the way the mountain is situated, it is literally ripping itself apart. And you can see that on the trail. I kept commenting in the video, like you need to actually pay attention because you could be walking along and there is um, many, many spots where if you're not paying attention, you will fall in where the rock has split apart and there are many crevasses, which I'm now learning because the mountain is literally ripping itself apart. Gertrude's nose is a prominent cliff escarpment that projects outward, like a nose high above um, the Palamahat Ravine. Uh, The ravine is really cool, by the way. I took a lot of pictures. The nose itself is shaped like a prow of a great stone ship because of the near um, 45 degree angle that affords great views. Can you tell? I'm reading off a website. To the east and south, the spectacular cliffs lead to this distinctive promontory are littered with glacial erratics. And intricate joint cracks that widen into deep crevasses. Yes, watch your fucking step. You fall into that shit. You could literally fall and die. Uh, some of them are that wide. <clears throat> or just fall and break your ankle, break your leg, get stuck in there. It is a very popular trail. So you are in no danger of being left out there to, to die. People will find you, but you still need to pay attention. Local traditions link the name to Gertrude Bruyn, B-R-U-Y-N, a settler of Dutch descent who settled on the west bank of the Shawnegunk Kill, directly opposite of this unique geographical feature. Gertrude's deed for this land is dated January 4th, 1682. I'm assuming she inherited it from her husband, And she was an important local figure in her day. It has been said that the mountain was named from the fancied resemblance of the shadows of some of the massive rocks that uh, stand on its brow to the nose of Gertrude Brun. Let's see if we can find more information about this bitch. Okay, the Brun family of Ulster County. I don't have full access to this article. Fuck you, ProQuest. All right, so there seems to be some uh, discrepancy. So, on scenesofthetrail.com, it's saying that her land deed was dated January 24th, sixteen eighty two, But on wikitree.com, Gertrude Brune was born February 24th, 1795 in Seanagong, Ulster County. She is the daughter of Zacharias Brune and Elizabeth Ah, <clears throat> uh, She married Cornelius uh, Johann Decker, in on May 12 1814 in Schwanunk they had 11 children so there seems to be some discrepancy but the family was obviously prominent in the area so you leave <coughs> Gertrude's nose you continue along the the plateau along the cliff edge it's actually a Pretty cool view um, and a a very nice change of pace from, you know, what you had seen before. Um, You have to climb back up to the carriage road. You pop out onto the carriage road and you head back to uh, the visitor's center. So really not a spectacular hike. But if you are local to the area, it's something that you might want to check out. Um, I would not go back there. <clears throat> Instead, I want to go check out those ice caves. But uh, if you are local to the area and are looking for something quick... Once I get back into shape, this would be um, pretty cool to trail run. So I did find real quick scenes from the trail.com, their hike overview. This is one of the more popular and scenic hikes in the Hudson Valley. Even with the length and level of difficulty, people flock to Gertrude's nose on a nice day. Yes, lots of people there. Oh, that's what I wanted to comment on, the diversity. I encountered, um, a group that was either Russian or Ukrainian. I encountered a group led by an African-American woman. Um, uh, many, many Asians out there. Um, Amish. In a group of shit ton of Amish were hiking. So, when you hear that the trail is not diverse, that is complete bullshit. Um... So, taking the carriage roads in the beginning and then doing the more difficult Millbrook Mountain footpath at the end. I agree. Um, I prefer to do the more difficult sections at the start and save the easier sections for the end. So, this guy did this counterclockwise. Yup. I did it just the opposite. I disagree with this guy. Clockwise is the way to go on this trail. Okay. All right. Um, Yes, by doing the hike clockwise, you can avoid the early crowds, and mostly anyone you encounter will be going in the opposite direction. That is what I found as well. The drawback is by the time you get to the nose, there are huge crowds camped out on the main spot already. I did not find that today. There were people, but it wasn't huge crowds. Okay, so this guy is saying it felt like Jones Beach on the 4th of July. He did it in the last week um, of peak fall foliage. So there you go. Um, They're rating this as a really great hike. I don't think so. I am looking forward to checking out those ice caves. All right, so when you do it counterclockwise, it's 3.7 miles to reach the nose uh, when doing the loop clockwise. And 2.8 miles. I'm sorry, yes, 3.7 miles to reach the nose when doing the loop clockwise. That's what I found. 2.8 miles counterclockwise. The elevation gain is identical in both directions. Um, Again, that's really all I have to say. It was not a spectacular day. Uh, Came home, traveled through New Paltz, New York. Nothing spectacular. So there is something on the docket for next week. I'm not sure what that is. I have to consult with Tumble's. I did take video because I do wanna practice doing video before heading out west. So I will be putting together a YouTube video of this hike. It's not gonna be anything great, but really it's just for me to practice and do the editing so that um, I can get better at it before heading out west. That's all I got. Let's do the plugs. So I am really bad at remembering the plug, so I am looking us up on the internet. And there is a Rocks 2 Roots podcast put out by the Spokane Conservation District. Fuck you, other podcasts. That's our thing. All right, plugs. <clears throat> so we are at rocks underscore and underscore Roots underscore pod on Instagram. We are Rocks and Roots on Apple Podcast. We are at Rocks underscore Roots underscore podcast on the TikTok. We also have the Patreon. Just look up Rocks and Roots Podcast. Please help us out with that. Um, Tumbles pays for the subscriptions. So... Help us out, please. Um, Hopefully, I'll be able to get the YouTube together. We're also on the YouTube. Mostly, it's um, the episodes up there. In fact, it's all the episodes up there. But hopefully, we'll start doing videos of these hikes as well. Uh, Mrs. Cranky would like to send a special shout out. Lots of people listened to her episode. She was surprised that um, anyone was interested Uh, And it's how we got her to actually listen to the podcast for the first time ever on her own. So maybe she needs to be on more often so that she'll actually listen. We'll update you on what is happening with Trail Shit next week. That's it. We out, bitches.